Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Blaze Radio Network. And now, Chewing the Fat with Jeff Fisher. Well, it looks as though some things are doing great. Spam. Spam has hit a record high for the seventh year in a row. Yay! Hormel, the company that makes the iconic brand, uh, delivered record sales, $3.5 billion in the three months to the end of October. The firm's boss said, hey, we're going to be expanding our range of products next year, so huh, let's look forward to that. We've got record growth going on. I didn't realize, or at least I you know, didn't remember, that Hormel took over the Planters Peanut brand in June. That was huge for them. So even with the supply chain issues, I guess they have worked out a deal, a five-year deal, with pork suppliers, which apparently is the main ingredient in spam. I didn't know that outside the U.S., especially Asia-Pacific region, Spam is huge, and it's been a household name in Hawaii since it was introduced in 1937. It can be found on menus across the islands with Spam, eggs, and rice. Ayum. I will say that Spam cut thin and fried up in a frying pan, it isn't bad. It isn't bad. I... I have eaten it before. I know this is going to come as a surprise, but I have eaten it before. So, you know, (laughs) congratulations. Anyway, congratulations are in order to Spam, who once again hit a record high for the seventh year in a row. Welcome. Welcome to Chewing the Fat. So as I was scrolling the old interwebs this weekend, I came across a question that I had me thinking a little bit. And it may, you know, I asked I asked my son this question and he was like, no way, I'm not doing that. Now, he's, what, 18, 19? And then I thought, well, you know, maybe it's to do with age because I would seriously think about it. And it's kind of a, a squid game-ish question. So would you take a 50-50 chance at $5 million or death? And, you know, they want to know why or why not. So it's just, you know, asking the question. One answer that I I chuckled at was, uh, yeah, either way, I don't have to work tomorrow. (laughs) But it brings, you know, it's an interesting thought of would you do it? Would you do it? A 50-50 chance. You either going to die or you're going to get $5 million. Now, no one wants to die, right? Well, I mean, I got it. There are some people out there that, you know, want to do it. I get it. They, you know, if they feel that's the only way out, if you feel that's the only way out, please get help because it's not the only way out. Okay. I mean, you can call the suicide prevention hotline, 
800-273-8255. It's the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline, available 24 hours a day, all, you know, all languages. Just call the number if you think that ending your life is the only way out. Now, I digress a bit. Let's get back to the question. 50-50 death, right? You have a chance at 5 million or death, would you take it? And it got me thinking that it probably is more age relative than anything else. So the older you are, the better, and you aren't a multi-millionaire or billionaire, uh, you would probably think, well, you know, I've only got a few years left. I might as well take a shot. All right. What's, what's the worst that could happen? <laughs> well, the worst that can happen is that you would be dead. But if you survive, and you went for the deal, you'd be $5 million richer, right? So it's just a question that had me thinking a little bit, something to think about. Um, you know what? Uh, email me, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, chewingthefat at theblaze.com, and you can answer the question, uh, would you take, we'll do a chewing the fat poll, uh, just uh, chewing the fat poll, email chewingthefat at theblaze.com, would you take a 50-50 chance at $5 million or death. So a German man has won a court battle that I'm surprised hasn't taken place here in the U.S. yet. But maybe there has been no need for it yet. So a German man who slipped on a flight of stairs in his house and injured his spine while he was on his way to his work-at-home office. And so he was walking from his bedroom to the home office, fell down the stairs, injured his spine. He claimed the health insurance company said, no, uh, we're not paying for that. So subsequently he moved to the court and the court said, yeah, you know what? Uh, the insurance claim is right. Uh, they don't need to pay for that. Ooh, I guess the lower court said, uh, now the trip from the bedroom to home office uh, doesn't come under commuting. The man then went to the country's apex court, the court of the land, a higher court, to claim his insurance amount. And the federal social court said, you know what? Yep, that's occupational accident insurance. And uh, you go ahead and you need to pay the insurance bill. Oh, okay. The court noted that while the social court viewed the first morning journey from bed to the home office as an insured work route, the regional social court judged it as an uninsured preparatory act that only precedes the actual activity. <laughs> okay. So anyway, he finally won and they're going to have to pay, although it didn't say what they were going to have to pay and how much, uh, you know, what he was going to have to pay out of pocket. I don't know how much the court costs and attorneys cost, but it is an interesting thought that you're working from home and get injured. That should be workplace accidents, right? I mean, they are forcing you to work from home. And so if you have an accident, that's kind of a workplace accident, right? Now, if you're walking to work, and you slip and fall, that's not a workplace accident, right? So, I mean, it could be caused because of another business causing you the harm, which you then could sue. But are you going to sue yourself <laughs> for causing yourself to slip and fall? No, you're, you've been working. You were working. You were working at the time, and it's your that's a workplace 
incident. Okay. All right. I guess so. I'm surprised that hasn't happened here in the U.S., though. That's really surprising that someone hasn't hurt themselves while working at home and, uh, you know, sued their workplace for compensation. I bet it's coming soon, though. Want to know why robots are looking better and better as workers for American companies? A cafe advertising vacant positions has been slammed online after the chain claimed they were looking for staff members who don't cry, are never late, and have no excuses. Um, so? They just want a good employee. So, when you look at the sign, the sign is from this Creation Organic, and the sign says, still looking for that special person. You know the one, actually available, has an open schedule, doesn't cry, is never late, has no excuses, works hard, has no bullshit, smiles no matter what, that one. Think you might be the one? We're hiring. And then there's the QR code. Well, we can't ask that anymore. That's for sure. Uh, this Whoever wrote that sign does not value other human beings. Really? Okay seriously okay they're just looking for a good employee they don't it's amazing to me that that's so literal they just want an employee that's going to show up and work and do a good job and be happy about it that causes quite you know quite a stir am i crazy or did they just write a job requirement for a slave no you're crazy because that's not what they wrote they just want a decent employee Oh, so you're looking for a person with no family commitments, no education commitments, no hobbies, no medical appointments, who won't ever stand up for themselves to make minimum wage. Yeah, that's exactly what they're looking for. Now, the job pays $15 an hour plus tips, and they're they're required to be able to stand during the entire shift, often up to eight hours with frequent bending, squatting, and lifting plates, boxes, and objects up to 30 pounds, up to five times a shift and they just want energetic friendly and prompt people who are going to be employed there that's all and they're being able you know they want somebody that can work evenings and weekends and you know fun and energetic that's all they're looking for you know like a real business that has customers they don't want the customers to be treated like crap from a crappy employee that doesn't want to be there if they show up well they took the sign down Yes, I know. And in today's world, they, of course, apologized. I know. Look, (sighs) thank you for bringing the posted hiring signage to our attention. As you know, we took the sign down right away. The sign was created by our HR hiring manager and did not go through the normal approval process for marketing materials through the COO, marketing manager, or owner before print. From a newly hired HR perspective, their explanation was that they are in a very frustrating position given the current climate with the job market and difficulty retaining good employees. While their intentions with the sign were good and lighthearted, we absolutely agree that the wording on the signage was way too harsh. Ugh, that makes me sick. I can't believe Of course, in today's world, they apologize and it was too harsh. They were just looking for an employee to do a good job. Doesn't anyone get that anymore? No, no, they don't. Okay, all right, I got you. 
I know that we have this great letter from a CEO that I don't believe is real. Now, you could say, oh, sure it is. It's real. I just, I don't believe it. It's too good to be true. And anytime we see things that are just too good to be true these days, guess what? It isn't. Now, I want it to be true. It's a letter from a CEO to his employees. Dear employees, as the CEO of this organization, I have resigned myself to the fact that Joe Biden is our president and that our taxes and government fees will increase in a big way. To compensate for these increases, our prices would have to increase by about 10%. But since we cannot increase our prices right now due to the dismal state of the economy, we will have to lay off of 60 of our employees instead. This has really been bothering me since I believe we are a family here and I didn't know how to choose who would have to go. So this is what I did. I walked through our parking lots and found 60 Biden-Harris bumper stickers on our employees' cars. And I've decided these folks will be the ones to let go. I can't think of a more fair way to approach this problem. They voted for change. I gave it to them. <laughs> uh, funny. And I like it. But it, no way that's true. Just no way. It's not true. Let's go to the break room. I need something cold to drink desperately. Oh, oh my gosh. So good. Okay, so today, if you're listening live, is the 13th of December, 2021. Wow, we are so close to Christmas. It's just amazing. Anyway, I can't decide who should be in the Who Died Today segment. So I can't decide whether it's Chris Wallace from Fox News or formerly from Fox News. He signed off from his Fox News Sunday show this week saying that he was done. He was giving up Fox News Sunday and he's not going to work for Fox anymore. He's worked there for at least 18 years and he's done. Well, immediately after that show, they announced that he's going to be part of a new CNN online show or their network streaming service, CNN Plus. So I can't decide having I mean, that Chris. Holy cow. Anyway, good luck. I wish you best. Or whether it was Brian Williams who signed off this Friday. He said goodbye. Have a nice day. I'm done. It's over. And, you know, he talked about how they've decided that, hey, we're just going to burn it all down. And it's over for me. I don't know. Does that mean that he's dead now? <laughs> it's possible. I don't know. Uh, or... It's one of those. Is it Chris Wallace? Is it Brian Williams? Or is it Steven Spielberg's West Side Story? I don't know if I did the story. I think I blew it off on Friday about how much Spielberg thought this was going to be this great film and what he did, you know, how beautiful it was going to be. And I thought as I was reading that, I'm thinking, Steve, you don't have any idea what America is like anymore, do you? And I, and of course he doesn't because it, uh, woke 
it uh it, it woke yes it woke it is woke and it woke up to only 10 million dollars this weekend a bomb i mean west side story is dead have a nice day i mean the catastrophe of catastrophe of in the heights was 11.5 million it didn't even reach that have a nice day and west side story i mean spielberg dumped a bunch of cash into that and so (laughs) it is bad and i knew it would be and it's proof that it is and apparently it was really woke i mean he with uh it's just it's just bad 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 and i don't want to see it although i may end up seeing it just to say that i saw it but it died so i can't decide who died today it's either chris wallace leaving fox news for cnn plus brian williams leaving nbc msnbc to the ethers steven spielberg's west side story they might as well just pull that from the theaters right now send it to streaming and hope for the best or we really do have a star who who died today michael nesmith from the monkeys i know he was 78 it's sad rest in peace he was 78 years old wow michael nesmith from the monkeys he was you know tv pop starter from the monkeys he ended up being uh, according to this a prophetic figure prophetic yeah prophetic prophetic figure on the los angeles country rock scene of course when you think of la country rock you think of michael nesmith and then a multimedia entrepreneur so he was and everybody loved him and he was a great guy and he died at 78 so there actually was a sad death to report today yeah that's who died today so have you seen sex in the city yet on hbo the new one um yeah i know i watched i watched the first couple episodes and uh you know hbo dropped the first two i don't know if the other ones are out yet or not but it was you know look i was forced to watch it over the years and so i watched it again with my wife and uh wow it's pretty woke man i think i might have mentioned it i mean it is a woke business uh and that's going to be the death of it maybe they should have just let it go i mean i love all the characters and what's her face samantha didn't come back and there were there was a couple of times in the show when you expected her to show up it would have been when she showed up and yet no no show up but we find out that peloton is a little unhappy with the show because uh of a death that happened surrounding a peloton bike now this is going to be i you know am i spoiling it for you is there a spoiler in it here's the spoiler somebody dies and so because of that they they died around uh, the peloton and peloton is not happy (laughs) so apparently the show got permission from the company for the product placement but they didn't tell them what the product placement was going to be around the scene. <laughs> so the company tried to deflect from the story, noting that the character's use of the device may have even helped delay his cardiac event. <laughs> oh, is that a spoiler again? Oh, no. Oh, no. So, plus, so in the show, 
they have this death and then during the filming of the show they had the other guy that was their big star he died for real in real life so there's no samantha they had i'd be interested to see how they get rid of the guy that actually died because he's in the first couple episodes and then they killed off another one so i mean what are we even doing here hbo Poof. but they let it go they let it go because you can't say no to sex in the city right right and Peloton's had a tough year anyway, right? I mean, they've they've had a tough year. And apparently, thanks to this, they, they're blaming this, obviously, that their stocks have fell, fallen to the lowest level in 19 months. And they've had a tough year anyway. I mean, their treadmills, they had to recall. And it's been a, <laughs> been a tough year for the old Peloton. So they weren't ready for the... They were hoping that maybe the reboot of Sex in the City with their little cameo would have boosted their shares a little bit, but nope, it did not. It worked the exactly the opposite. Plus, I will say, back to Sex in the City, I will say that uh, while getting rid of this character, it goes against what the show, I mean, the show's going to go completely woke. I mean, they're going to be without this character, they're going to be without the other character that dies in real life, and they're without the Samantha that didn't want to have anything to do with the reboot. So, holy cow. Almost makes it worth watching just to see how bad it's going to be. <laughs> that's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be a sex in the city accident, and I'm going to slow down and watch it, okay? You know what I watched all weekend, though? Really, I mean, damn near all weekend, was Hannah on Prime. Holy cow. I mean, I saw, I hadn't watched it. There's three seasons. So I hadn't watched it. And I saw the promotion for season three drop. And I thought, you know, I've never watched Hannah. And I, I asked around, and a couple of people have watched it and said it was good. And so I started watching it. And I got through the first season you know it was good it was good i wondered if they were going to pick up the pace and how it was going to go i watched the second season this weekend (laughs) the entire second season this weekend awesome and now i got i'm just waiting holding on for the third season whenever i can binge that man because i know once i start it i'm not going to want to stop so i've got to hold off until i can get to it because we've got yellowstone and i've got succession and i've got uh mayor of kingstown there's things there's things to watch okay there's things to do so with no football no college football oh it's the army navy game jeff i know i know but with no big time college football going on um I mean, what are you going to do on Saturday? I mean, <laughs> chores around the house? Stop it. Stop it. There's shows to binge. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, we know that Omicron is in Oakland. We know that the United Kingdom actually has said that their first death from Omicron has happened. And we also know this weekend that a Wisconsin wedding 
with super responsible vaccinated people led to the outbreak and we cannot have these people getting together okay we just can't do it now the wedding was november 27th in wisconsin okay and that's of course man that's when the omicron was making its way around the world yeah that's right now these were people who worked at the uh, oakland medical center according to you know attendees they all they all were worked there and they had cocktails and they went to the dance floor and because they let their guard down and they were all vaccinated they went to the dance floor and left their masks behind those bastards and they just forgot about it and then now they've they they traveled back to oakland and they had been infected and now they're busy infecting other people and what they've done is more than a dozen wedding attendees went home infected with COVID-19, including 11 people who worked at this hospital. Some of those people went to work before finding out they were infected, causing potential exposure to the virus to a total of 38 other employees. Now, no one has come down with the virus, but they could have, and it's possible that this could happen and it's possible that these employees could have infected other people it's good that they were all fully vaccinated and everything's fine right everything's fine shut up the cdc has now said that 80 percent of omicron cases uh found in the fully vaccinated wait what yeah a third of them had received a booster dose um oh so wait 80 percent of the cases from omicron were found in fully vaccinated human beings, not animals. And a third of those had received a booster dose. Huh. Now, the symptoms are mild in both the unvaccinated and the vaccinated, according to the CDC. So it's almost as if the vaccinations doesn't have anything to do, uh, cannot prevent you from getting Omicron or prevent the severity of the virus from being stronger or weaker huh weird really weird did you see the interview uh from the ceo of pfizer he was part of a wall street journal ceo council summit i don't know about a week ago and he was interviewed by wall street journal journals jamie heller And they were on stage, and he was talking about the severity of the boosters and what might happen in the future with the vaccines. He had some really interesting thoughts. I want to come back to Israel, but first, in terms of having this extra vaccine, um, how would it work? Like right now, I think your expectation is that People, you've said it would be like an annual booster. Mm-hmm. But if you need to put this vaccine in place, mm-hmm. would, would it be like next year people would get two shots? Mm-hmm. We don't know yet. You don't know. We oh. don't know yet. Oh, I, it could be yet. that um, one, uh, first of all, I repeat, it could be that we don't need one. Right. And we will know. The good news is that if we need one, we will have one. Excellent. And isn't it become almost And if we have one in March, just to answer, I don't know if we will need just one booster 
on what already we had, or you need to go from the beginning, that would be the worst case scenario, but you need to start the whole series again. We don't know that. Oh, we don't know. Okay. All right. No problem. Now, he did say that it's possible you don't need any of them. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah, it's possible. It is possible there, Albert Borla, B-O-U-R-L-A, who is the CEO of Pfizer. He's a Greek-American veterinarian. Glad he's in charge of Pfizer. I'm sure he's a good man. I've never met him. I'm sure he's a good man. And he did say that it's possible that we don't need to do anything. The good news is twofold. If it's needed, Pfizer's going to be there for you, (laughs) right? And we don't know if it's going to be one or multiple boosters or we just have to start the whole thing again. But either way, that's good news. Pfizer is there for you, right? Right. Of course, that's good news. I see where New Zealand has a man that got 10 COVID-19 shots in a single day. So an investigation has been launched. I'll tell you that. Uh, why is he getting, uh, you know, 10 shots in one day? What do you mean? He's doing that because some people wanted him to take the shot for him and he was charging them for it. Yeah, it looks like that was the case. Some people didn't want to get vaccinated, but, you know, you know how New Zealand is. And so <laughs> they got to, you know, make sure everybody's vaccinated. So they're paying this guy to get the shot. So he got 10 of them in one day. Now, according to all the vaccinologists and associate professors, they claim that it's unlikely that the man would suffer any serious harm. She said those who are over-vaccinated are more likely to experience increased fever, pains, and headaches. But that's, that's all. Don't worry. But we know that people have an error been given a... The whole five doses in a vial instead of being diluted. We know that's happened overseas. (laughs) We know with other vaccines, errors have occurred and there's been no long-term problems. Oh, okay. All right. We know know there was a 91-year-old man in Ohio who got two COVID-19 vaccine doses in a day, which caused him to go into shock. That's it, though. He recovered. So shut up. All right. Everything's fine. (laughs) I don't think I would advise that. I'm just going to go out on a limb and say uh, chewing the fat does not advise anyone to get 10 COVID-19 vaccine shots in one day. That's just me, though. I'm just saying. I know I'm out on a way out on a limb. Just don't do it. And I see where Japan has made a mask now that can detect if you have COVID-19. That's kind of cool, except I don't know that I want to use what they're doing. So Japanese researchers have developed these masks, and you obviously put them on, and then you take them off, and it changes color to let you know if you're breathing those spiked proteins of COVID-19. Now, what they've done is they use ostrich antibodies in the mask, and so it glows under ultraviolet light. I don't know that I want to breathe ostrich antibody cells that are, you know, made in the mask while I'm out and about and then having, you know, have to 
shine it under the old ultraviolet light to see if the virus is present. The filters worn by people infected with COVID-19 glowed around the nose and the mouth. Okay, I mean, that's kind of cool that we're getting there to where we can detect whether you actually have it or not, whether you're vaccinated or unvaccinated. But uh, apparently this professor, another veterinary professor, by the way, the same as the Pfizer CEO, uh, has studied ostriches for years. And really, who <laughs> who hasn't studied ostriches for years? Looking for ways to adapt their immunity power to fight bird flu, allergies, and other diseases. And it's actually kind of a really cool thing. <laughs> I don't want to downplay this this plan because it's actually kind of cool i just think of uh remember the movie sideways when uh what's his face runs home naked from cheating on his cheating on that girl (laughs) and he has to run through an ostrich field and he goes ostriches are mean that's the only thing i could think of with ostriches I mean, as long as we're talking about mean animals, did you see the story where the Massachusetts woman was left multiple cuts and bruises and bites on her arms because she was attacked by a raccoon? I know. So I guess she was putting up Christmas lights around some bushes outside her home and she heard some kind of hiss noise and was like, hey, what the heck is that? So she turned around and there's a huge raccoon. Raccoons can get pretty big, about 10 feet away from her. And so she you know looked at the raccoon and then the raccoon jumped at her latching onto her arm and started biting her arm and hollering and screaming and so she (laughs) she claimed it's the worst nightmare of my life i bet uh you're in the battle with the raccoon right then man she said both me and the raccoon were screaming so loud at one point the raccoon fell from her arm before resuming the attack and that's when she got the raccoon into a headlock and held it there for a while and the raccoon just continued to bite her as she's got this raccoon in a headlock and she said i could hear bones breaking in its neck (laughs) she said she let go of the raccoon when it stopped screaming at which point the animal wasn't dead it just walked away she thought she was going to die, I bet, in a battle like that. But then, you know, finally the animal stopped screaming, and it, she let go, and it walked away. It was about a 45-pound raccoon. Ordeal lasted about several minutes, and, she, I mean, she's a 70-year-old female, right? I mean, she, that's a battle. That's a battle for anyone, let alone a 70-year-old female. So she was obviously put on a course of rabies vaccine shots, and guess what? Ah, the raccoon is still out there. I know. They conducted a search and couldn't find it. Now, did it die because of its battle with this lady? I don't know. But they can't find it. So it could still be out there ready to attack other humans (laughs) in Lancaster, Massachusetts. So be careful. Keep your head on a swivel for the attack raccoons in, in Massachusetts, man. And I see where the... Remember we talked about the pole assassin you know the stripper who was the girlfriend of the texas longhorns assistant football coach (laughs) well his and according to this it's his ex-girlfriend now so i guess they're not together 
Uh, that didn't, I mean, he's still with Texas. He didn't get the Oregon job. So, you know, I don't know what to tell you. But according to this story, ex-girlfriend. So they're being sued now by parents of a child who was bitten by the stripper's pet monkey. Oh, no. The monkey is attacking people? Yeah. Well, the Austin resident, Daniel Thomas, the former stripper, who performed under the name Pole Assassin, the former stripper? Okay, well, is she just living off the money that Jeff has given her now that they're not together? All right. Now, apparently, they claim that uh, this uh, the Thomas lady, <laughs> I'm sorry, Pole Assassin, uh, invited these people to a backyard Halloween display to see her monkey. And, you know, you know, the ex don't even just write your own jokes. And so, uh, the children, I guess, uh, you know, were in the backyard and they were told the monkey gives people high fives. So the little kid goes up to give the monkey a high five and the monkey bites him. (laughs) You're not high fiving me. I'm going to go ahead and bite you and refuse to let go. So they had to forcibly remove, pry this monkey's jaw open from the kid's arm. And there was so much blood, according to the mom. And they, <laughs> because of that, they were unable to see the full extent of the injury. So did they rush the kid to the hospital? No. They went down the, down the road to a nearby home of a man who they knew was a doctor. So I guess if you're a doctor, uh, why go to the ER when you can just run down the street to the doctor? Hopefully he's home, which he was, and he doctored him up and off they went. And so they, uh, then the family wanted to uh, say, well, hey, uh, my kid going to have to go through rabies shots. And so, you know, they're going to have to do that because the lady pole assassin refused to supply the family with the monkey's vaccination records. And now they, a lawsuit alleges that, uh, you know, they've embarrassed the family and I mean, they don't, she doesn't want to lose her monkey. She denied knowing anything about the, about the bite. And she said that she never invited the kids to see the monkey. Oh, okay. I was unaware that the boy went into the backyard. So we'll see what happens. Uh, according to this coach banks is named in the lawsuit, but it's not known whether he was, uh, around or not. And according to this story, he, that's his ex-girlfriend. So maybe he wasn't even around at all. So, <laughs> I mean, that is something that would stink, man. You go in the backyard to meet some Dingleberry's monkey. <laughs> the monkey does not want anything to do with you, man. I'm going to bite you. Okay, you got it? I don't want your little kid around me giving me high fives. All right? <laughs> I mean, that's terrible terrible no matter how it happened is terrible no no children should be attacked by any kind of wild animal even a pet wild animal is there such a thing all right so let's talk about the holidays shall we you know it is the holiday season and times sometimes appear to be bad and people don't care about other people and it's just a terrible thing Now, for real, we had the dozens of tornadoes hit the six states, Arkansas, Illinois, Kentucky, Mississippi, Missouri, and Tennessee. And, I mean, we've loss of life and loss of homes and communities are all, you know, showing up today. It's horrible. 
And Mercury One will be there to help. And if you would like to help, you can always go to mercuryone.org and donate. 100% of your money will go to helping these people. But, you know, America just helps people when they have to. This man drove an hour and a half with his cooker and his grill and brought water and said that, uh, and, and said this. That is fantastic. That's what makes America right there. For real. That's what makes America. Also, another thing that makes America is when people, you know, lose money, you try to help them out. And I saw a post this weekend as well that showed just the heart of America. Uh, This man talked about meeting a woman outside a mall. She was crying upset obviously distraught she had lost two hundred dollars so this man said that i gave her forty dollars from the two hundred dollars i found when god blesses you you must bless others amen Stream and subscribe to more Blaze Media content at theblaze.com slash podcasts.